happens when you get caught sneaking out your room for a game. Not just any game. A playoff game. A big rival NFC East matchup the Eagles versus the Giants. What happens when you get caught sneaking out? Two thousand eight. Big game. Eagles versus the Giants. NFC East, big matchup. Big rivalry. We don't like each other. You know how it go. Everybody's fired up. So usually, if you don't know how it go, usually travel to the to the city we play in or the state we play in the day before the game. Not like the NBA or, or any other sport. Um, we travel a day before the game and we have curfew. So, you know, we get to the hotel. Uh, you know, you get your credentials. You got itinerary. You get your, you get your key to your room. And then you put all your bags down. You chill. You relax. You might go explore the town. Like go see your family, go sit down for a couple hours until meeting time. Meeting time usually starting for special teams is first, usually around six o'clock or whatever. And then, you know, you go into the to the real meetings after the uh, special team, you got your offense and you got your defense. This is the final preparation for the game, for the big matchup. What we came here for, which which is really to win a game, to play a game. So now you're in there. Final preparation. Now after after the after the meeting, now it's dinner time. You get your food. They have like a buffet style. You pick out your foods. They have different different options for everybody. Um, you got your food and you eat, and you go to your room. You go to your room. You're chilling, you know. You're getting ready for the game. You got anxiety. Maybe have nervousness. Just chilling, man. It's usually you in there by yourself. Rookies back in the days had roommates or whatever, but you know, I ain't never really had a roommate since my rookie or whatever. So you just sitting there. You can't let the nervousness. You can't let all that get into your mind. You got to think about. You got to vision yourself making the plays. You got to see yourself intercepting the ball. You got to see yourself pancaking the man. You got to see yourself doing the swim move and getting sacked. So that's what I usually do. I usually vision myself intercepting the ball, taking it to the house. And, so on and so forth. So now, curfew comes. The security on every team, they got keys. They got usually got keys for every room. So they usually come around about 10.55 if the curfew is at 11. And they're going to come check your room. So they're going to put the key in there. They're going to say, hey, Asante, you're in there. Say something. Say, yeah, are they? Some people Stick your head in there, and the secret stick you there. So now, my routine, I waited like 40, 45 minutes. After they check my room, you know they finished checking all the rooms. So now this on this particular day, this is the big playoff game. I'll never forget. I checked the hallways about 40 minutes after he leaves. And I remember there was a security at 
end of the hallway. But now I put I got put my plan together and I'm like, uh, what I'm gonna tell this dude, security man. And I'm like, alright, build up my confidence, told him to walk out. Yeah, hey, where you going? I gotta go downstairs and I gotta get my playbook. I gotta go see somebody. I forgot somebody. No, you can't go down there. They told me specific instructions. Don't let nobody down. I'm like, man, I got to go down. I got to go get what I got to go get. I got to do what I got to do, man. I ain't got time for this, man. You know what I mean? He's like, if you go, I'm telling on you. I'm just telling you. I'm like, I want to talk greedy to him at this point. He's telling me, you know, I'm telling what I'm going to do to him, all that. You know what I mean? But fuck it. I just dip. I dip. I go downstairs. I think it's like two or three floors. My other room from my from the team giving room, like three or four floors down. So when I get down there, you know, just walk, find no business. I get in my room, knock on the door. Girl, let me in. Now I got two rooms. I got my mama here, and then I got my girl here, and then whoever else is there. Maybe you know, uh, maybe a mama friend or a kid or whatever. So now I get to the room. Order my food. Get ready to eat my meat. I order my food and then I'm getting ready for the food to come to be delivered. So I start order my food. The food comes about 20, 30 minutes. I'm eating my food. Now I order me a little bottle. A bottle of wine, some help me sleep, you know. You got a lot on your mind. So as I'm eating my food, they're not. It's not on my door, but it's real close by. So I hear the knock. I run. I run to the people. And I'm like, oh shit! It's the security. They're like, it's my mama room. Remember, I said my mama and my girl up there. We got room next door to each other. They're like, oh, oh, no. and I'm like, hello. They're like, Santa in there. Like, no, you're not in here. They automatically come to the door, the room next door. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. my stomach just dropped through the floor. My heart is beating 30 times a second. My heart is racing. I am about to lose it. So I'm like, I gotta answer the door. They're like, Sante, we know you're in there. Shout out to Eddie, man. What up, Eddie? Appreciate you, brother. So, I open the door. He's kind of yelling at me, cutting me off. What are you doing, man? You got a big game, blah, blah, blah. You know, you jeopardizing the team. This matter, blah, blah, blah. He's like, man, nobody going to tell on you, man. We ain't in the business of telling on you, but you can't be doing this, man. I'm like, oh, he's like, you owe me one, man. You owe me one. Nobody want to tell on nobody, man. That ain't how life goes. Nobody want to tell on nobody, especially for a big game. You don't want to jeopardize one of your star players missing the game and your chance to go to the Super Bowl. So, man, after we talk and have a little power, I leave my room. Sadly, as I leave my room, he walks me. They walk me back to my regular room, which is my team giving room. Now, get back to my room, and now they got eyes on me, whatever, whatever. He tells me, look, you owe me one favor. 
need a game ball. I just need a game ball. Just one favor. Obviously, he communicate with his with his bosses and people that pay him. So he gonna tell him something, whatever, whatever. But you know, but now we at the game. That's how I go. The next day, you wake up early in the morning. The bus is you eat breakfast about eight thirty, nine o'clock, and then. You got your first bus, the early bus for the early crew who like to get there, maybe stretch out, get in the hot tub, get in the cold tub. And then you got the late crew that's just going to go right to the field, stretch out and get right to business. That's me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm stretching out. I'm getting right to the field. and I'm getting right to business. I ain't doing all that extra stuff and all that pill, taking pill, popping in hot tub, cold tub. I'm going to warm up, stretch, just like they used to be in the old days when they have all this. Do stuff that everybody's trying to use, Americanize, make money. I can get right there and get it popped. Now, get to the field, stretch, now it's game time. I, I think y'all remember it was like the first quarter or something like that. You know, them, they got the ball. They kind of backed up. They backed up. It's the first, second quarter. Jim Johnson, the legendary coach Jim Johnson. There's a blitz. He's going out. He's like running for his life. He's trying to escape. But uh they couldn't get to him. He threw the ball up though to get away from him. And guess who was there to get it? The boy. Read that thing like it was like it was a reading rainbow book. Pit. That pick, I'm about on the 50-yard line. I got the pick, trying to take it to the high. I got about five more yards to go. It's just Eli between me and Eli, and he got like two linemen on the side of me for the end zone. Hindsight, I want to jump over him, but I'm like, let me put my head down. Maybe he's going to try to tackle him, and I'm going to run him over. But he kind of caught me, and it stopped me from the, from, the, um, from the touchdown. I got stopped on the five-yard line. But now, you know, Momentum, got the momentum going. When I make a play, that's how I go. You get the momentum going, and we're going we gonna to feed off this. We're going to feed off Zunt energy. But listen, I got one thing I got to do. I got this ball. I got to go to the sideline. Eddie, shout out to Eddie again, baby. Eddie, here go your game ball. This is the security man that didn't tell on me. And this is the man I owe one to. Man, it was like the happiest day of our life, man. We was excited. I could see his face now, the joy we had from that day and him him uh celebrating with me and catching the ball, man, and me catching the ball and giving it to him. Man, and um, you know, it was great memories, man, we had up there in Philly, man. And um, like I say, man, that's a, that's the art of the interception. Anticipating things in life, not just football. All the interceptions and anticipating things in life. Anticipating things in life to make it go better for yourself, to make a better situation for yourself. You know, not anticipating the things that's going to put you in a, in a bad place, but if bad things come, anticipate, have a plan, have a mindset of what I'm going to do, how I'm going to maneuver, how I'm going to get through this situation. You know what I'm saying? It's Mr. Pick Six, dude's here. The art of interception. I'm going to say what needs to be said. Salute. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.